I had a good July 4th, uh, actually 5th, 5th was fun, 4th was great, the 4th was uh, Sunday and uh, was spotty weather-wise, but it ended up being quite pleasant out, uh, but we were indoors anyway at my brother Pierre's, uh, my sister-in-law Janet's house, uh, friends of theirs came by, Ruth and Mike, and uh, Renee, my sister, also was there, and um, we, well, we came down from Pawtucket to Warwick, where Pierre and Janet live. So there were six of us, and we had a nice time. Um, really nice. We had hamburgers, hot dogs. Um, I got my, as usual, my eyes were bigger than my stomach. I was able to have one decent hamburger with chips and white potato salad that Ruth made and brought, brought over. Uh, it was incredible. And uh, macaroni salad, all filling items. That, uh, so I was pretty full. And uh, I skipped dessert. I skipped dessert. And I skipped coffee. We didn't have coffee. I didn't have coffee. I didn't want to have the caffeine that late in the day. It was around, uh, I don't know, it was around 4, 3 o'clock, 3.30. That's my cats. Uh, that, that's the cats uh, having a little bit of a tiff, uh, which they normally do a few times a day. I can deal with it. Uh, it's just the way they are. Uh, they'll never get used to each other, really. Uh, they've been cohabiting for a year plus now. Kane's, uh, Kane turned two in June, and Lulu turned six in, um, in, in, in April. My spring cat and my summer cat, and they're doing great. And they get along actually. They 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 could cohabit with each other. Uh, they've been as known known to be lying down to near each other by about three feet. That's about as close as they get. He can come up to her and face, and they can give little kisses. But then she starts hissing. Uh, she needs to sniff him and smell him out. Um, I guess. And. Uh, he probably says to himself, Oi, why is he still here? I should be your only kitty. Because I had Lulu um, since she was a kitten. And so that's six years and uh, compared to his uh, just two years. But I love them both the same. Um, I actually equally love them. Uh, no one, neither cat trumps the other one. They, they're, they're, just uh, my loves uh, I you know I, I, I really do I think you need to have a pet you know go out and get a little doggy or a kitty or you know even if you get a little bird you know something something some life in your house you know it's good to have that life that's them again scurrying uh, they get their tiffs that, that happen maybe a two three times a day which I could easily deal with um and uh, they they have little flare-ups, and they, they they quickly disperse. They quickly disperse. So I can deal with it. I can deal with it, folks. But yeah, the fourth was great. The fifth yesterday, uh, we went to the fireworks here in Pawtucket, and this is the first year without COVID restrictions. Um, and I think they didn't have fireworks last year, I believe, because of COVID. Um, Pretty sure they didn't, uh, if memory serves. But uh, this year they did, and uh, the traffic was 
pretty rugged leaving the uh, lot that we went and ended up going to to have a good view of the fireworks. Had a great view, it was cloudy, the ceiling was pretty high, so you could still see the fireworks. But the smoke obscured the finale at the end, uh, blocked about 30, 30-40% of the fireworks were in back of the cloud of smoke. Uh, but it was still very impressive and it was quite a finale and the fireworks lasted, the whole show lasted maybe 25-30 minutes. So it was a good, it was good, it was good getting out. Um, so the last two days I got out, it was good to get out of the house and celebrate the 4th uh, with everyone and uh, you know it seems like the whole city comes out for fireworks in Pawtucket. You know they, they were going to have them on the 3rd. Uh, the third was, is they're always their, their day of uh, their first choice. Uh, the city locks that day in for fireworks and food trucks. Uh, it goes from 6, 6, 6 p.m. to 9.45 p.m. Um, I didn't see the food trucks yesterday. We didn't take that route. We took a short route. Uh, picked up my sister, Renee, and so is Gary myself and Renee, and um, Gary only had one uh, folding picnic chair, folding chair, folding seat, uh, so I, I, I commandeered that. Gary had originally been sitting in it, but he got up to, uh, I guess, go talk to some people, um, but uh, he was up off the chair, so I took over and enjoyed, enjoyed the show, about 25 minutes long. Uh, and then, you know, you're locked in a, in a parking lot. We were off Walcott Street there in Pawtucket. And, uh, and uh, we had to wait a good half hour to get out of the lot. Police were directing traffic this way and that. And people were going left and right. And uh, you could just see the brake lights in front of you for a solid, you know, solid 20 minutes before you would actually move. So that's the only thing about fireworks that's kind of like less fun. It's probably better off just walking from the house, which would be about a mile or so. Maybe I'll do that next year. Uh, walking is always good. Um, but it was still a fun night, and I wanted to just give you the update on uh, the Independence Day celebrations for the year 2021. And coming back out of COVID in a regular way, and I like it. I like it. Western actors, and one of them that comes to first to mind is, well, he's up there on the list, is Strother Martin. And he's got a distinctive delivery of acting. It's uh, part old school, but definitely got some new school in there. He was a popular Western uh, character actor back in the days of, uh, there's a, uh, a Bonanza episode he's featured on. Um, that is actually currently playing. Um, and uh, it just reminded me to talk about character actors in Westerns. Uh, I did a segment not too long ago, Buckles Brannigan interview, where he talked about uh, his experiences with his character actors on his show, 
Buckles Brannigan, which ran from 1957 to 1962. I had said it was a, uh, I made it sound like it was a six-year run, it lasting till 50, till 63, but it actually uh, only made it till 62. The last episode was in Living Color on CBS, and it had um, had sumptuous sets, uh, one of the higher production value westerns of the time. Always started out with a quality presentation. I had the best photographers, cinematographers, the best directors, the best crew. Pretty much everything was the best on that show. The best craft food service. Uh, Buckles went on to explain all the great character actors, but he didn't mention Strother. Strother is um, a unique character. He's got a unique way of delivering his, his acting chops. He, um, uh, he's in movies. You'll catch him on a, on a TV western. You may even catch him on a, on a comedy show, maybe. But he was mostly known for westerns, movies and TV. And he's on this Bonanza episode, and he's very good in it. So I like Strother Martin. Um, there are other great character actors. Paul Fix comes to mind. He's a versatile actor that was played. Well, he he actually was typecast as the sheriff on a lot of on a lot of these shows. He was always on the right side of the law. Uh, never a heavy, I don't think. I've never seen him in a heavy role um, where he's villainous or scheming conniving uh, none of those um, he's always upstanding and um, he's known best of course as the as uh, Lucas's sort of comadre uh, companion uh, in fighting injustice injustices as they see it from uh, some of the heavies that come on to that show. It's called Rifleman with the Chuck Connors. Um, so it's an awesome show, and Paul Fix is just wonderful in it. Just a wonderful actor, and it's understated kind of acting. So he's great. I remember one particular episode where he was um, buried from the head down, from the neck down into dirt from these bad Mexican guys. Uh, took him hostage and Lucas uh, unburied him in one of the scenes. I don't know how he did that. Major feat. Uh, can you imagine you'd have to dig a hole you know, five and a half, six feet deep to, to fit a man standing in the, in the grave, you know? And it was creepy to see uh, just uh, just uh, Micah Torrance, who Paul Fix's character is Michael, Micah Torrance, the, the, the marshal, to see is just his head sticking up above the ground. It's kind of an odd thing to see, uh, especially on Amer early American television uh, from, the, from the 50s when this was, was filmed. So Paul Fix is awesome, and so many other great heavies and good guys that come on to these Western shows. I, I just think that they add so much to the show and it's just the character development, the character, the writing for these characters is, 
is really off the charts. Um, and the interplay, the interplay, uh, the relationships that uh, are on screen before you, all good. And Strother Martin is, is really a good guy. He's, uh, he always seems to have a redeeming quality to him. And if you know who I'm talking about, um, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Is the quality, the attention to detail, the uh, thespianism or hamming, hamming it up. He hams it up in his roles. He's over, he's a little over the top, but in a good way, in a good way, in kind of a subtle way, in kind of a subtle way. And he's always playing the secondary tertiary roles. So he's satisfied with playing uh, third banana on these, on these, um, or even also Rams. He's okay with that. He's okay with it. He's all right with it. And uh, it shows through his work. So next time, catch a Western Tech, catch your pageant of great, mostly heavy, mostly bad guys, character actors. But there are some good ones too. I'm trying out a supposedly tried and true system of house cleaning uh, throughout the week that would repeat weekly. Um, I like the weekly cycle. It seems manageable to me. Um, if you talked to me about a week ago, I would have told you I was overwhelmed with the house and what had to be done. I don't live in a pigsty, but uh, it's, it uh, leaves a little bit to be, des be desired as far as uh, being caught up uh, and looking just right. I, I want my house to be, I want to live in a, in a clean, uncluttered, uh, clean house. You know, I, I don't think that's that much to ask for for myself. Um, outside of having cleaning people come in and, and, and uh, professionals to, uh, to do once in, once in a great while big cleanups, that uh, lasts for a little while, and then by the time you look again, things are back to the way they were. I don't want to get into that pattern. I want to do this myself. I want to be empowered to do this myself. I'll save some money that way, too. I have had professional um, people come in, and it's worked out pretty well, but it doesn't last forever. And uh, before you know it, you're you're uh, tackling things again. So what I have is a list of what was done yesterday and the day before. I think I started this track on Tuesday of this week, uh, determined to, uh, to make things right around the house. And it started, uh, it started with uh, changing my cat boxes. So I'm going to try to stay on top of the cat litter boxes more. Um, I'm much better at feeding them than I am uh, keeping up with their, their litter boxes. But I'm going to try to make it a daily thing, if not at least every other day, cleaning out their litter pans. Lulu and Canes. They're good cats, but uh, like, like any cat, they have to go to the bathroom. And they leave behind a little bit of a mess. Um, 
I've got uh, clumping litter that I pour in, uh, you know, and uh, I keep it up that way. And today is a day that is due for a cleaning, so I'm going to do that. But I think I started Tuesday by doing the litter boxes uh, and uh, straightening up down in the basement. And I've got laundry to do, but I'm not too much, I'm not too worried about laundry. I've got a small little hill of clothes that I'll, I'll tackle. Um, that's not, you know, it's, it's going to probably not even be a full load. Um, my, my, my house activities are, include, uh, but are not limited to, um, keeping up with the kitchen. And in the kitchen we have, uh, the refrigerator needs to be cleaned out. That is one thing that I need to do. But the other day, um, I think it was Tuesday. I um, uh, I uh, cleaned the counters, finished the dishes that were in there. There weren't that many. Uh, put them away. Actually, I left them on the drying rack. And um, I just put a few dishes away this morning uh, that were on the rack from Tuesday. So I'm trying to keep the, the, the sink area clean. Nothing shows more on a cluttered kitchen than a... Uh, a full sink of dishes and um, even the clean ones try to put them away right away you know keep keep if you got two sided if you got a double sink keep keep both sinks empty you know I don't even like a utensil in there just just uh, keep up with it as you as you use your dishes wash them you know if you've got a dishwasher you know you can queue it up in your dishwasher over a couple of days until it gets to a, a more appreciable amount of dishery in there, glasses, flatware, what have you, pans, you can run it. I don't have a dishwasher, so I manually wash my dishes. And like I said, I just put away the dishes that were in the rack for a couple of days. Uh, I feel good about keeping that whole area clean. The counters, keep them free from as much as you can. You got to have stuff on the counters. Maybe that there's things there that maybe you've got a uh, decorative picture, just for aesthetic reasons. You know, you can leave that there. A clean look, a clean look in your kitchen. Um, I, what I did was I did that, and the bathroom, the, I did the toilet, and the floor area had some spots on it. I just got the out the old Ajax cleaner and uh, 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 cleanser and scoured that area and lo and behold the spots that I thought were stains in the tile came out so bleach does the job you know and the Ajax it, uh, it does an even better job it seems so I, I use Ajax for a lot of the stuff that I need to do around the house so the bathroom was all set and the kitchen and that was that was it for Tuesday so that's part of my plan just do a little bit just do maybe not even an hour's work not even an hour's work. And then call it a day on that. And don't do anything else until tomorrow. Because you don't want to get overwhelmed with the process. You don't want to just sweat your ass off of a one-day activity. Uh, I mean, I guess you could do that. But my way is just do a little at a time. Call it a day. Slate your next uh, part of the project if it's in the same room. You know? So the following day, Wednesday, I, uh, I clean the stove. 
I cleaned my stovetop, got rid of the food grime up there that was accumulated. Again, not too gross, but it was it was enough to, for me to want to do something. Clear, cleared the stove. Uh, try not to have any pots and pans on the stove, um, unless you're cooking. And I used a, um, I have a glass, a black glass stovetop, and I used the um, stove cream, which really cleans and makes it nice and shiny. So that looked really good. So the only thing I did left in the in the kitchen, my cabinets are pretty clean on the outsides, and my I got pretty neat cabinets on the inside. Uh, but my refrigerator needs to be cleaned out. Um, it's not too bad, but it needs to get cleaned out. And I got to do the floor, the kitchen floor. I got to clean it and put a floor finish on it. I've got a floating floor laminate, a laminated uh, floor, a laminate floor. Um, so my counters look clean. And everything looks really pretty spiffy in the kitchen, uh, except for just the inside of the fridge. Oh, I did the outside of the fridge, too, the same day I did the stove, uh, Wednesday. I, um, I, uh, I cleaned it as a stainless steel, got that all nice and gleaming. So everything looks really good. Everything looks really good. Clean the, clean the top of the fridge where I get a little bit of grease and dust that accumulates. Took care of that. Um, I had a couple of different things on the fridge that I, I just cleaned around them. I really didn't feel like taking those down and cleaning them separately. That's for a, a more intense cleaning. But I still feel pretty good about the kitchen. Yesterday, Thursday, I, um, I vacuumed. Yesterday was vacuuming day. Living room, dining room, my office, the hallway... Bedroom didn't really need it, so I avoided it. I, it's a stripped-down philosophy. I, I really try to take the path of least resistance, and I don't make extra work for myself if I can help it. I streamline my activity in the cleaning department. Um, and so the little chip-away process, doing a specified task on a daily basis... Uh, works really well. So you work, you know, try working for an hour. Try working for an hour at any, anything. Bathroom, kitchen, living room, dining room, your office. Do any activity that is, uh, is, count, is productive uh, in the sense of uh, cleaning and straightening out. You'll be amazed at how at the end of the week you've accomplished everything you need to do. It's a foolproof system. It really is. Um, so the vacuuming was a pretty big job. It took me about an hour and a half to go through everything I wanted to do, vacuuming the couch. Um, got rid of the cat hairs on the couch. It wasn't too bad, but I did. Um, vacuumed under the couch. I took the, the floor tool off the couch, off the vacuum, and just had the nozzle, and I stuck the nozzle under the couch. It has such good suction that it sucked up everything that I needed to. So under my couch is no more dust bunnies. Um, and then I proceeded to vacuum with the wand and the floor attachment, uh, going into each corner, getting all the dust accumulation there, dust bunnies, cat hairs, what have you, and worked my way into the dining room, vacuumed under the table, um, and then vacuumed up all the 
uh, cat hair accumulation and dust under each of the legs of the chairs and tables. Felt really good about that. Proceeded into the office, did a quick vacuuming there. Wasn't too bad. It was in better shape than the rest of the house. Went into the hallway a little bit, and then I did a vacuum, and I did, since I had the vacuum out, you know, that's the other thing. If you get the vacuum out, get as much vacuuming as you can because you don't want to go put that back in and have to take it, schlep it back out again. Just get it, get all your vacuum activities done for that day. So this, like I said, took me a little under a half an hour, hour and a half. And then I, I vacuumed, uh, I was going to say the vacuum down, going down the basement carpet, carpeted stairs, move the cat hair. Felt good about that. And that was it. That was it for my vacuuming. Um, I do need to probably, I, I actually am going to break my rule. I'm probably going to have to, before I clean the kitchen floor, I'm going to have to go in there with the vacuum, pick up the dust and stuff in there. It's not that bad right now. It's actually pretty good. Uh, I can probably maybe skip that. Um, I just don't like a lot of dust and, and fur and hair on the mop. I like to have it. So by vacuuming the floor first, you get rid of the main situation and that's my plan and then it's going to rotate weekly you know that took me from tuesday to friday so next tuesday i'll start the whole process over again the bathroom the kitchen uh the uh oh i forgot to mention i got a dust after i vacuum today's dust day friday i'm going to dust and i'm going to use windex on my glass surfaces, my windows. Um, I mean, I could just dust and call it a day again. That would be one thing because my dust job is going to be big enough on its own. And I think I would still feel pretty accomplished. But I I figured I'll sneak in another job, which is to do my glass and my mirrors. Um, So that's about it. Uh, And that'll repeat Tuesday through Friday cycle. I'll have a couple days of rest. You know, uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, I'll kick back and enjoy my cleaning of what my what I accomplished. And then Tuesday, it'll start over again with the bathroom, the kitchen, you know, the order that I just gave you uh, at the beginning of this segment. So I don't know if that's a system for you. You might have a whole different approach. You might have the whole gangbuster approach where you go in there and you, you try to do everything all at once on one day within a few hours. You know, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, But don't knock yourself out. Try to just pace yourself. And by doing small jobs, you know, one-hour jobs a day, you'll be really surprised how much you can really accomplish. There's not much left to do after what I just told you about. The rest of the house looks pretty good. I mean, I suppose washing the walls would be the next extreme thing to take, and I'm not going to do that. Everything looks pretty good. And I'm happy. I'm happy with my new plan of attack on house cleaning.